0: Hey guys, and welcome to Unapologetically Mindful. Our mission here is to assist with changing the conditioning in society that makes it abnormal to express emotions, be vulnerable, and overall change the stigma behind how the masculine and feminine energy is thought of in society. All while being able to impact the lives of millions by helping you guys become more aware of your states of mind, body, and spirit what's up y'all it's your boy ryan coleman better known as ryko fit here with
1: evan 20 and Angelis.
0: and we are unapologetically, unapologetically mindful. mindful
1: what's up y'all we are switching it up today and i'm gonna give a little intro so hey. today we are going to be talking about i think a favorite topic relationships. okay So how we view relationships is a bit different now. I would say than our previous relationships and how they went because we have of course been through our healing journeys and everything. So I wanna ask you, Ryan, how has your past relationships shaped how you view relationships today?
0: I think my past relationships in regards to how I view relationships today are everything. Mm -hmm. uh, From the standpoint of I've been able to take that time and really have that reflection period to figure out like what went wrong within these relationships yeah and asking myself why you know trying to go about it from a solution-based standpoint so then i know how to proceed you know moving forward so you know whether it was communication issues you know rather it wasn't uh, respecting each other's boundaries you mm-hmm. know There was just several things within my past relationships that that went incredibly wrong, you know. And honestly, could have been better if there was a little bit more, you know, mindfulness involved. But you know, that's that's part of growing Mm -hmm. and becoming who we are. But I would definitely say it's everything, honestly.
1: Okay, so could you admit your wrongdoings in your past relationship? Like, where would you say you went wrong?
0: Like today, can I do that, or could I do that back then? Both. Back then, mm-hmm. I probably didn't have the capacity. <laughs> Look, I, I'm just, I'm just gonna be honest. I probably didn't have the capacity to do it back then, just because of where I was, um, from a mental standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, uh, emotional intelligence, you know, like I didn't, I didn't really express my emotions and all that back then the way that I do now.
1: Yeah. And
0: so how I move now is just completely different. But it was extremely, you know. Um, inspired by what happened then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but like now, I, for me, one of the biggest things, you know, when it comes to relationships is, you know, communicating mm-hmm. and, you know, being able to admit when you're wrong is yeah. huge, you know, and be able to have, you know, accept that you did that and just kind of move forward and communicate through that rather than continuing to allow resentment to build up on a constant basis because when the resentment builds up, that's when there's constant issues. Mm -hmm. It's just going to constantly grow, grow, grow into a mountain and eventually it's going to, it's going to abrupt, you know, and, you know, things are, likely going to get bad, irrational, Mm -hmm. and, you know, so with learning from that, from my past, like now within relationships, I definitely am very forward with accepting like my wrongdoing and being very uh, transparent Mm -hmm. and upfront and communicating through issues rather Mm -hmm. than, you know, avoiding them, building up that resentment. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was
1: avoiding all kinds of shit.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My relationship, my past relationship, uh, I would say the longest one, was I thought that I literally lacked emotions in a lot of departments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I think that I really wasn't invested. And this is why looking back at it, I blindly ended up in that relationship. There was no like start to the relationship. It was just like we are a stage where we were just like, we were just like exactly. talking and then boom relationship not knowing that i really probably didn't even want that right you know i wasn't i wasn't intentional of in how i even approached the relationship so i would say that's the relationship Intention. I kind of, yeah yes that's i wasn't intentional i learned that that's what i definitely take into today um i learned to be intentional and also i noticed like in my last relationship i did do a lot of running <laughs> running in a sense where i'm just like okay if we have a problem person. yeah i'm running, run on the track star. <laughs> i'm trying to break that though but if we even if we had an argument i would just shut down i'll just be like i literally don't care like my i would my emotions will shut down i would go from kind of angry to like actually i really don't care and i will like suppress it and like tuck it back away to the point where like i got cheated on in my last relationship and it got to a point where it's like they say oh women can never get over when a man cheats on them but me I was like, okay, like after I figured that out, I went through my emotions, and after that, I was just like, I don't care. But was I necessarily happy in the relationship? No. Did I care to be in the relationship? No. And it like spoke in my actions? No. It wasn't. And yeah, that that definitely went on for longer than it should have. So now I know that I need to go in my relationships with intention. Also, I need to communicate when things get tough instead of just being like, "I don't care about it, like it's whatever," and dropping the situation because I can be a little harsh sometimes.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But it, it's good that it sounds like you broke out of that cycle. And that's mm-hmm. something that, like, me and you definitely can agree on, you know, the, the sole fact that, you know, I was in a, a relationship for a long time. And due to the fact of me not necessarily having, like, intention mm-hmm. and, like, knowing exactly where I wanted to go, where where the relationship was going to go, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that in itself was a problem, yeah. you know. And I allow myself... get you know caught up in a kind of like a a, a continuous cycle Mm -hmm. you know that eventually just had to be broken you know for the best of both sides you Mm -hmm. know and that's okay you know sometimes you gotta take that time you gotta separate you know everybody has their season and Mm -hmm. you know sometimes that's just the way it goes but you know within that there are things that you know i could have did better yeah and that is one of the biggest things that I have to take out and that we should all take out of all of our relationships is, you know, if, if, if they don't end up going right, we need to figure out why they went wrong mm-hmm. and what we can do to get better and, you know, really cultivate that uh, your next relationships for success. you know, and not mm-hmm. set yourself up for failure. So reflection is huge, you know, mm-hmm. whether that's journaling, whatever that may look like for you. I definitely think, you know, after whether you're breaking up with somebody or um, you know going through something hard you know just take some time journal write your feelings down because that's going to allow you to have that true clarity Mm -hmm. and to be able to you know give you that direction and that was huge for me along this process and you know coming from my my last breakup um like that really kind of took me into my deep healing process Mm -hmm. you know because I had essentially identified that I was in a cycle, right? And that cycle essentially was holding me back from what was that
1: like? Did you not know before that that you were in a cycle?
0: No, it, it, I didn't. Oh, I did. Wow. It took it took me a while to identify that, like it, and how I knew it was a cycle because mm-hmm. there was three back to back summers mm-hmm. where we broke up and got ended up getting back together. And then next summer come around, happened again.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: it happened one last time, you know, and that was it. But out of that time, it literally, like, it I, it probably just hit me back in 2020, mm-hmm. you know, that I was actually in that cycle. Yeah. And, you know, once I identified that, like, I had a decision to make, mm-hmm. you know. And at the end of the day, I had to make the decision that was best for myself. But again, like, that, that sparked the whole, my whole healing journey. Yeah. And, you know, within that, I was, I had to, <laughs> I had to ask myself, like, why was I stuck in this cycle for so long? What is it that Ryan was doing, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I had, I couldn't go into it with the victim mentality. Mm-hmm. I had to take accountability for all the wrongdoings that I did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, that's why I made the post the other day that, um, Like, I'm sending out love to all the women who were constantly desired but not loved all the way through. Because I've been that person that didn't love these women all the way through. I've been that person that went into these situations with no intention or, you know, intentions on just having sexual intercourse and Mm -hmm. just being done. You know, not being, no intention to be friends, no intentions to develop communication. Like, literally nothing. Mm -hmm. And within that, like, Not only was I hurting myself, but I was hurting those women as well who had, you know, these different expectations because they genuinely liked the person that I was, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: where I was from a mental standpoint, you know, I was just, I was immature and I I did a lot of irrational things, Mm -hmm. you know, and, but now I can, I can resonate with that a little bit more because I've gotten more in tune with my feminine side and I have a lot more respect for women you know for the queens of this of this planet and you know i've realized that i i it's in, it's in my power to uplift women not put them down you know so it, it's honestly like from my previous relationships it's been huge for as far as like progression as far as, far as everything how i just how i view myself today it's, it's honestly great how that all works
1: it is, um, and what you said about the whole intentions and es- expectations, I feel like a lot of people do go in relationship just like we did or have, like even after the relationship, I was in situationships with no intention. Um, actually, my t- intention was for, uh, you know, for that, but because you choose your intention, whatever that intention may be, whether it's a friends with benefits, you're just friends, or you want to pursue like a relationship. You should know that and communicate that before entering into a relationship. Just out of respect for both parties and so things are clear. There will be less drama, less conversations, probably more meaningful conversations that come out of just setting intentions for a relationship. Right. But, um, but yeah, I feel like when people go in there with no intentions, all they have is expectations. So now they're expecting these things of this person that was never really communicated in the first place. So really, when this happens to me, when I have never communicated how I feel and I'm expecting something, I then have to look at myself and be like, I have no reason to be mad because me and this person, there there is no agreement. Really? So that's a me thing. Right. You know, but some people don't see it from that. They see it as a, oh, it's a respect thing. When still, out of respect, there's no agreement. And I had to realize at the end of the day, people are people with views um, based on their beliefs, experiences, what they've done, been through their whole entire life, their upbringing, and that has completely nothing to do with me. And I just have to accept how that person is, agree if we're on the same path, and if not, go our separate ways. So I think that's how I, like, approach things
0: most forward, and my relationship with all people though right Mm -hmm. and to to go back on a point that you made earlier about you know kind of just hopping into like you say you hopped into your previous relationship you know with pretty much no intention or anything Mm -hmm. like that um like when when we do that like I think me me and you are a perfect example of that like I feel like we have been very intentional with how we move about our relationship you know it was Mm -hmm we like it's like you said like i'm your best friend Mm -hmm. you know i mean and we just kind of allow things to flow we communicate properly Mm -hmm. and you know we're there for each other to you know be that safe space to even release some of that trauma Mm -hmm. so you know i think like a heavy attention of ours is just being able to grow and flourish together Mm -hmm. you know And at the very least, at the end of the day, we're going to ensure that we're doing that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, But being that we're intentional with that, that's why we're able to, you know, connect with each other, communicate so well with each other. But it's it's, the intention part is absolutely huge. Yeah,
1: it's huge in every step of a relationship. It's like, not I don't think it's ever like a one conversation thing to have with someone. If you're feeling any type of way about the foundation of a friendship, it should be discussed. Right. Because why hold on to something like you said that leads to nothing but resentment? So, get into the tea, though. Oh, <laughs> you know, what is the most toxic situation you've been in? <laughs> Thank you. We're going back to the unhealed day. The spot?
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's the most toxic situation I've ever been in? Wow. Um, Like, toxic relationship or just in general like the most toxic Just thing I've general. ever done yeah. like in a relationship, in a relationship. I, honestly I think the most toxic thing that i ever done was I cheated in our bed while she was um out of the country and you know when, when I when I go when I went into that mm-hmm. and I did it like I, I I wasn't thinking anything of it. Yeah. It's like when she found out and the repercussions like started to hit, it was just like damn, like it really hit me like this like what the fuck, Brian? Like wake up, realize what you just did. You didn't think like I I don't know where my head was. You know, like like I like yeah, I understand, like I, I built myself up to, you know, the point of resentment, mm-hmm. but like that's code. You know yeah, what I mean? And that really traumatized cool. that person. You know severely, to the point where it was like that's where the relationship should have ended. But you know, like you said, like some there's a lot of women out here that you know will get cheated on by these men, and they just they still stick around and keep them around. But you know you you have to treat yourself with more respect at the end of the day. You have to uphold yourself to a higher standard, and you have to queens. You have to make sure that these men are earning you don't just give your all to them make them earn you your
1: boundaries. you are
0: powerful set your boundaries make them respect those boundaries and if they don't get the fuck out period run run that's when you want to run that's, that's when you want to run. that's a situation when a lot of red flag's flag
1: showing it's like red flag red flag red flag if you even think it's pink it's red yep. it's not pink yep. and it ain't white <laughs> it's definitely red <laughs> Uh, abort mission.
0: So that same question, throwing that back right at you, since I got put on the spot. With that. I don't.
1: I don't think I've done, to my knowledge, any very toxic things in a relationship. Yeah.
0: Maybe. <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't think I have. Um. I don't have a lot of fried shit going on in my relationships because, like I said, I'm leaving. Um.
0: Bye. So, within that three-year relationship, you never had, like, any, like, We argued a lot. Like, we argued
1: a lot. I know
0: there's most definitely a toxic situation. If this is the relationship that I'm thinking about. I know the ones
1: that I I tell you about, but I don't
0: think it was. (laughs) That's a toxic situation. What? She's in denial right now (laughs) about her current toxic situation. I think we should go ahead and share that one. Which one? The one when you found out
1: about him cheating oh okay that was not okay in my eyes i don't view that as toxic in my eyes i view that as i was pissed off
0: let's, let's hear it
1: okay so he cheated on me and okay this is what happened <laughs> <laughs>
0: see this is what
1: happened so guys ah oh, give giving out a little bit of tea but here's the thing y'all think women are so stupid well this is past man talking Reverting to, you know, past though. (laughs) Guys think girls are so stupid, right? Little changes in behavior we notice. So the whole flipping the phone upside down when you don't usually do that, that's a red flag. You know, when we in the car chilling and you get a text message and you like move your phone a different way, keep driving another red flag. When you get a message and we're watching TV and you go in the bathroom for five hours, that's a big ass red flag. So
0: Come on now, fellas! Y'all making us look
1: bad out here. So, of course, Man. I would be like, "Hmm, suspicious. Do I have the code? No. So, am I gonna get the code? Yes. So, how am I gonna do that? I'm gonna look over to the side.
0: That in itself is toxic. <laughs> <laughs> am I wrong? It's smart. Oh
1: my it's smart. No, it's smart, but I could have had could have had a, had a conversation. Yeah, but.
0: But that's Absolutely. incredible, like, that was some investigative shit. Like, that's dope. Like, right. I applaud you for that. CIA needs you to put in an application. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: and then basically, long story short, once he fell asleep after a long night of him breaking one of me, I went through his phone. And, yes, at 5 o'clock in the morning, because I accidentally fell asleep the, you know, like, what I'm talking so about. So
0: let's revert back for a second. So you purposely got him drunk, correct?
1: It purposely had a good time and I drank less.
0: Purposely.
1: So I was like, <laughs> you made me sound toxic. Hey. <laughs> so I, I just, you know, I wake back up at five. I'm like, almost missed it. Girl, every girl knows what I mean when I missed it. Almost missed it. But checked his phone and found out like, he was cheating basically like, the. The fact that thinking about it hindsight, the fact that I already knew and I just wanted to confirm is crazy in itself. But it's like if you knew, you should have just left. But or communicated or communicated, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I already knew. We're not gonna communicate. It. Yeah. But yeah, I found out he was cheating, woke him up, and um, threw his phone at him. And then yeah. next day or same day, <laughs> earlier that day. He had a nerve to buy me flowers for the first time, to apologize for
0: cheating. The first time he's ever <clears> got you flowers in a relationship was after he cheated mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: That's actually sad.
1: Yeah, and I threw that shit. I threw it. And there was like Reese's in the best spell I love you, I just, which is my favorite candy. I just fucked that up and I just started breaking things, um, including his son's game.
0: <laughs> the way to a man's heart and breaking his video game and um, Mhm.
1: and after that i felt better right so after that i cried for a little bit you know I me mean? and then after that i decided i did not care and i think that was the end of the relationship but it went on for two years yeah that's crazy right. that's toxic in itself
0: yeah but that's a, you know i mean that's It is what it is. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: At the end of the day, like, you were just responding. Like, you're out of anger, you -hmm. know what I mean? And like, yeah, although there could have been a better way to communicate that, I mean, at the end of the day, he was out doing some sneaky bullshit, you know, and he got caught up and you found out. So he kind of, you know, karma. Karma's bitch. And it always comes back around full circle. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, that's how I got pretty much caught in my situation um so
1: <laughs>
0: i was part of uh, i had had the um uh, galaxy you know I, I was new to iphone game but then when i got the iphone you know i got the ipad i got the apple watch so i was just appled out but all of my devices were connected right so even though i had deleted um, the text messages on my phone and all that they were still on the ipad so she went through the iPad and I was just, I was sleeping on the couch and just remember a freaking, a picture frame being thrown in my rib cage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out of my sleep. And I was just like, I didn't know how to react. I was scared for my life. You know what I mean? Because it's like at that moment you fucked up. So it's like, what, what am I going to do? Get mad? Like, mm-hmm. all, although that is like some dudes legitimately get mad in return, yeah. but like, come on now, sit and think about that. How are you going to go out and cheat and then get mad because she's fasting out on you for cheating? Like, at the end of the day, that's our fault. So, you know, I I just sit there and, you know, I, I took my punishment slapping, hitting, all that. Like, mm-hmm. but, like, again, that in itself is toxic. Like, even if, you know, these, like, if these situations were to occur to me now or, or happen now, you know, Either with both of them, I'm sure we can agree. Like, mm-hmm. there's a better way to handle that, that, you know. And you don't. Know, I mean, simply, I think that removing yourself from the situation is. I think it depends on circumstance. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me just take all that back. I honestly think it depends on circumstance because some, like sometimes, like you're able to genuinely work through it. And you just gotta communicate. There's, mm-hmm. there's probably some resentment built up. There was things going wrong within the relationship that led up to that, so it's fixable. Mm-hmm. Or you're in a relationship with, you know, somebody that doesn't have any intentions, and they're pretty much just, you know, fucking around with your emotions. Mm-hmm. And being that um, it's being enabled, they're just gonna keep on doing it and doing it and doing it until mm-hmm. there's a boundary set. And that's why those boundaries are so important.
1: Yeah, because people, people like, when people complain about their horrible relationships and what their partner does and they blame, they play the blame game, um, it really irks me because it's like you're an enabler at this point. You've done put on with it, you've done put on, huh? You're gonna put up with this. There we go. I, was <laughs> I like, what You were am asking I me saying? a question for a
0: second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna put up with this for far too long. And you're now in an a Like, you're letting you do all these things. And that's the one reason I get saved a lot of relationships. I'm like, I'm not gonna let nobody do that to me.
0: Right.
1: Why would I let somebody do that to me?
0: So. But how did you get to that? Because I feel like that's genuinely a thing that a lot of women like struggle with is being mm-hmm. able to, you know, kind of detach themselves from that.
1: Um, I think the whole detachment thing came because I did like growing up, I didn't move around a lot. I was like 13 different schools. I was just on the move. So disconnecting was very easy for me because my thought process is always, how was my life before the person? I was perfectly fine. So I disconnect like um, and then but in relationships i will say that i was picking people who i knew i couldn't see a future with Mm. so disconnecting from that alone was easy
0: how did you identify that
1: um (laughs) i just a lot of guys are people that a lot of guys in general are guys that i don't see myself being with long-term just because our beliefs are different our values are different um we don't, like, yeah, the way they view the world is way different than how they view the world, and it's just something that we can't probably ever be really that compatible on, mm-hmm. and I'm aware of that with a lot of people, so when I do get in these relationships, let's say I'm friends with a lot of guys, so if I do, like, seek on a guy, like, sexually or, you know, wanted to want to date him, I pretty much, I'm already knowing, like, this will never go that far, so... I had to make it a habit of not doing that because then they will actually end up getting kind of invested and I'm like, whoa, 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 Um, because I'm thinking like, you know, like, I know that I can't see a future in this, like, so how could you see that because people be blind.
0: Right. But I'm not. But that's, and it, but that's the importance of communication mm-hmm. as well, because it's like, you know, you may have that thought and you may feel that way. But how is that other person supposed to know? Unless yeah. they could just read your mind, which is possible. But
1: no, it's not. No, it is not. Mm-hmm. Read your mind.
0: I'm sure there's somebody. I'm sure there's somebody out there. To it read your mind.
1: need to be communicated. <laughs> 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 going into my going into like even me going into dating. I know that my intentions right now is no longer to just have a little flame, have fun, um, that type. I want to experience the people that I experience, of course. But I, my intention, my end goal for a relationship is to have a life partner, someone that I experience the rest of my life with. And not saying that everybody I date is going to be that person. I get to experience these people. If we make it forward down the line and you're the last person, then great. Other than that, we're just like seeing who we are more compatible with, mm. with like really no pressure, you know.
0: So what, you mentioned dating, what does uh-huh. dating look like in your opinion?
1: So for me, dating, yeah, because I don't like the whole like talking, dating relationship. Yeah, so when it comes to, I'll take the whole like. Talking out. I always thought that was just very weird, uh, weird ass word. Cause I think there's like you're just dating getting to and know each other, pretty much I feel like dating is talking. I feel like dating is when you're getting to know each other. You're going on dates, like a man is courting a woman showing them that like, you are interested in me. I am interested in you. Like, you know, actual dating. We are romantically, like not, we don't have to be romantically involved cause I'm not gonna be rom- like sexually, I'll say sexually. Sexually involved with everybody that I'm dating, of course. That's a no-go. But just getting to know each other, seeking out like a romantic connection, potentially down the line, like knowing where both of our intentions are down the line. Because I'm not going to be with someone whose intention is, oh, I just want to have fun for right now. Because that's not what I want to do. Why would I invest myself in something like that when I could potentially catch feelings and that person is withdrawn? Right our intentions are not the same so that's not compatible but we can be friends like of course and i don't think after like getting to know someone um and figured out you're not a romantic match i don't think that it's like oh bye see you later like we can still be friends we developed a companionship already so that's just like you're just like a friend no longer like really going on dates just we're just friends you know
0: so what is there is there something that would come like after dating or before dating?
1: After or before dating? Before dating usually before that whole thing, I'm usually like in a friend zone. I I ain't really going just straight into dating. Like oh I want to get to know you romantically. Mm-hmm. We friends. We done sussed out the whole plan and everything, and yeah we're wanted to move into that dating phase.
0: So dating has to be romantic.
1: Dating, yeah, is more romantic than just, like, when me and you, like, me getting to know you is just me getting to know you. Like, we're friends. We're, we're just friends. And then we're dating, which is more like, okay, we're being courted. Like, I'm interested in you. You're interested in me. We're, like, pretty much establishing that. And where we want to go forth on that is whatever happens down the line. Because the dating phase, you never know what you're going to get out of that. Just like you never know what you're going to get out of the friendship stage even a friendship stage, you're just you're friends, but something can go wrong and you're not friends anymore. Right? You know, but when you have that there's a different type of different type of boundary you have to set within a romantic relationship in my opinion than an actual friendship. Mm. The same as with a relationship, there's a different set of boundaries. Okay.
0: Interesting. I just, like, for me, I just really be getting, like, stuck with the, I, I know it's the rebel in me, mm-hmm. but it's, like, the labels, like, all of these labels, like, where did they even come from?
1: They're whatever you make it.
0: Right, but it's, like, what if I just, what if I'm looking to just experience this person in general, you know, and mm-hmm. I, like, sometimes, like. The intention. I feel like sometimes the intention kind of has to work itself out, and mm-hmm. you just gotta allow like the natural flow to kind of go. I guess that would happen more like in the, the kind of the friend zone area, mm-hmm. um, and then like, you know if you if you a deeper connection there. Okay, I, I mean I guess it makes sense mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I They're you, just you know me, yeah. I'm just I just too don't like labels.
1: <laughs> you don't like labels, but. Yeah, for someone who don't like labels, a natural sort of thing is to like just say they go with the float, even though there's some type of boundaries and labels involved internally.
0: Yeah,
1: it's all internal. Like with me, I'm very like communicative, and I'm I need to explain everything to myself mm-hmm. because I'm like I need to be on the same page with myself up here so that I don't get confused in the situation. Right. So of course, but that that is me. Setting intentions within all my relationships. Right. I know where all my relationships stand because I set intentions with each and every one of them, um including like family, friends, people that I'm dating, whatever. Everybody's gonna have some type of intention because if not, why are you in my life? Honestly, I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm just saying that to be real. Right. Everybody don't need to be in your life. Some people serve you no purpose. Right.
0: So. And let me, like, don't get me wrong on that, like, 100% <clears throat> like boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, you see my list. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the boundaries are there, and I definitely agree with you in the sense, like, I think I, I got it from the way of the superior men mm-hmm. and it was more or less in the t- from a male's perspective, um, but they were essentially saying that, you know, we have to be able to separate the different relationships. Uh, that we have, the importance of them, you know, Mm -hmm. where these people lay in their life, are they a business partner, are they a romantic partner, are they a friend, you know, you have to know the difference, you know what I mean, because not everybody is going to be, like, you can have opposite sex Mm companions, but that doesn't mean that they're meant to be romantic, you know, that doesn't mean that it's meant to be sexual, but there's always going to be that energy there, Mm -hmm. it's just naturally to have that energy, but as the as the masculine like we have to be able to really separate that yeah and be able to distinguish like okay what are these people what is their intention in my life what mm-hmm. is my intention in their life as well you know and kind of just go into it with the mindset like i always say you water me i water you we grow together mm-hmm. and that's that's what it is yeah Ooh, i like that
1: that was some good parts of guys yeah. going on i enjoyed that very much but you know, we don't want to keep it lengthy.
0: We got to wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, shoot. It has been a minute. <laughs> I didn't realize it. it's been on such a smooth flow. Um, so, what would you say is your biggest takeaway from your previous relationships? <sighs> or blessing? Um, the
1: biggest thing that I've gotten out of my past relationships is like to like physically write down and know what I want, period. Intentions, know what I want. Otherwise, I'm going to be left with anything, and I don't want anything. Right.
0: I agree with that 100% from the fact that um, when I spoke to uh, Linda, the psychic, mm-hmm. you know, she guided me to journal exactly what it is that I specifically wanted from a woman. Mm -hmm. Like detailed, very detailed. You know, and I actually took the time to do that. You know, and it's like, whenever you put that out in the universe, the energy is going to keep coming. It's going to come back to you in a sense that makes sense in your favor. But, you know, sometimes with that, like, you just got to remain patient. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would honestly probably say My biggest takeaway is communication, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: learning how to communicate better. It's not that like, it's not even that I'm a bad communicator. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just, there's so many things that would be held back, just the little things that would be continuously like pecked on and built up. And, you know, I allowed that to get me to a point where I would, it would just build up and I'd erupt like a, a, a volcano. So, you know now how i re- move with communication is i'm very transparent mm-hmm. i'm very upfront and you know i'm authentic and i put everything on the table to avoid expectations mm-hmm. and to avoid like hurting somebody or wasting somebody's time you know and then also just so we can maintain a healthy relationship mm-hmm. because communication is the key to maintaining all healthy relationships and as long as you're constantly and healthily, uh, I didn't, I didn't pronounce that right. It's all good though. <laughs> uh, taking care of that, like all is gonna be good. Communication is the key at the end of the day. Yeah. All right. And we gonna leave it at that. Um, shout out to all of our listeners. I know we are continuously growing, and we, we are very grateful to have you guys uh, tuning in to us. Please stick with us um, Mm -hmm. on this journey as we ensure you that this is just the beginning, and we're going to continue to grow and evolve, and we want you guys to be a part of the process.
1: Yes, see you next time. Peace. Peace.